0: welcome to the Belgian podcast i'm mark and i'm your host david pike the connector geek is back with us on this episode david welcome back glad to be back so david we have a really important question that we're going to consider on this episode of the podcast and that question is
1: screw crimp or solder connectors especially bulging connectors the vast majority of them are connected to wires in one way or another um, and we've talked a lot on the podcast about the connectors themselves and we, we haven't really paid much attention to the cables and the wires that go into them um, and it's one of those things that, that people need to understand because if they buy the connectors and they need to install them they need to make decisions about the technique they're going to use to terminate those wires, to fix those wires into the connector. So the the question of the method to use, the screws, the crimps, the solders, this is something that's gonna be important to all engineers. Okay, so let's
0: let's look at it from a location-based perspective to start with. So some connections can be made or typically would be made in the field and other connections would be made in a workshop. So can you explain the, the, the difference aside from location those two types of connections well
1: assembling cables in a workshop is obviously the ideal it means that you've got a bench full of tools that you can use uh, you have test equipment you've got an environment that you can control um, and you've got plenty of light and plenty of space so so these are key considerations when it comes to assembling the connectors But as we know, there are plenty of times where where that simply isn't the option. It could be that a cable needs to be fed through a cavity that is far smaller than the connector. So the cable needs to be fed through and then terminated at the other side. That can only be done on site. That can only be done in the field. There are other situations, especially for maintainers who have to go and repair pieces of equipment. We've, We've talked about the value of a reliable connector, uh, which means that you don't necessarily have to go and repair things quite so often, but there will always be times where for whatever reason, you need to get up a ladder, get down a hole, go into the field and actually try and fix something in situ. And then you've got to, to think about the way you terminate because you're going to be away from your lovely big bench full of tools you can only take the equipment that you can carry in a bag or in a box um, and you might not have a lot of space you might not have a lot of light so these are things that you need to be aware of the technique that you use on a bench in the workshop may be completely different from what you have to use
0: in the field and and how important should that be on the sort of scale of considerations for an engineer um you know the, the whole notion as you've just described that yeah it's great to to create this termination in the workshop but is it likely we would have to send an engineer out into the field to repair this at some point so to to sort of rephrase my question when it, when an engineer is considering the termination type to use is that something that should be in
1: the forefront of their mind repairs repairs to that termination It will depend very much on the application. There are situations where a connector will be plugged in, left, and it's in an environment that isn't necessarily going to be at risk of of damage from wind and weather. It isn't going to be knocked by somebody carrying something heavy past it and, and physically damaging the connector. And so it might not necessarily be so important. But bear in mind that we've got bulging connectors are being used on so many field based applications, whether it's smart agriculture, whether it's heavy machinery, whether it's in the factory, we know that things can happen. We know that damage can be caused. It may not be electrical damage. It might simply be physical damage. Somebody's tripped over a cable and pulled it out when it shouldn't have been pulled out somebody's accidentally chopped a cable when it shouldn't and it needs to be replaced so there is always that danger that repairs need to be uh, need to be carried out um, and so that needs to be thought of when it comes to those those installation and maintenance engineers
0: yeah i think that's logical isn't it that you know as i said earlier something that could easily be a termination that could easily be easily be done on on a bench out in the field it's going to be slightly more challenging perhaps So that leads us back to the core question, screw, crimp or solder? So let's take each one in part, David, and we'll start with um, a screw connection. Talk us through the advantages and some of the inherent disadvantages.
1: Well, screw termination is something that Bulgin has quite a lot of choices for within the Buccaneer range. One of the joys of a screw termination is that it doesn't require much in the way of tooling. A screwdriver and a cable stripper is generally all you'll need to be able to to create a screw termination. We've all seen screws. If you take apart, uh, uh, in the UK, we use 13 amp wall plugs. If you take a wall plug apart and you you unscrew the the terminals to to put the wires in, that's an example of the screw termination we're talking about. A prepared cable where the, the insulation, the rubber insulation has been stripped off ever so slightly the wire goes into a cavity, and then a screw is done up until it squeezes the cable to the right level to keep it safe. So from from an operational point of view, it's actually relatively straightforward. A Screwdriver and a cable stripper is all we'll need to to be able to do this. There are advantages to be able to use that kind of technology out in the field most engineers most installers most most maintainers will be able to get their hands on the handful of tools that you need to do a screw termination in the field it's sort of thing that you can actually put in a pocket and go and fix something relatively easily it also doesn't involve much in the way of uh, specialist equipment in terms of light or space it's something that can be done easily on site Certainly when we talk about uh, crimping and soldering, the, some of the, the costs and some of the equipment that's being used means that, that we don't have a huge cost involved in, in the, the termination that you'd come with a crimp tool. Um, there is no safety issue. A solder, solder termination requires a lot of heat. It's heat applied in a very specific point, but there are some times where that heat simply can, cannot be used. In an enclosed space so screw offers lots of advantages when it comes to repairs and installation in the field there is a disadvantage when it comes to, to using screw termination Using a screwdriver to do up a screw is something that's that's done by hand. There's very little way of measuring the amount of force that you use unless you use a dedicated screwdriver with with a torque setting. So there is always the danger that an inexperienced operator might either over tighten the screw, which risks damage to the wires underneath you. You end up squeezing them harder than you need to. They might not even have done them up quite enough. So there is always that danger, especially if we're in a situation where things are gonna get knocked again, or in a high vibration, that the, the wire is going to come undone. So there, there are disadvantages. In fact, there are disadvantages to all of these methods that we're going to talk about, but it's something you need to weigh up. Screw terminations are ideal for, for operation in the field. They can be done one at a time. They can be done in enclosed in, in spaces. There are very few tools that you need to do this, but at the same time, you need to trust that the operator doing it has had training, has had experience, has had practice, and can do it right.
0: Okay, so the next type of connection and termination we want to talk about is soldering. So again, David, talk us through the advantages and disadvantages of
1: this method. Well, soldering is something that's been around for a long, long time being used to, to join electrical circuits together. Connectors are no different. Within a solder connection, what we'll have is a, a in the uk we call them solder buckets our friends over in the us call them solder cups it is nothing more than a cavity at the back of the connector into which solder and then the wire is inserted the operation normally is a case that you apply heat to the contact fill it with solder and then when your wire is ready to be inserted you apply heat once again to the contact that will melt the solder within the cup you insert the wire and then let it cool. So it's a very, very simple operation in terms of the actual techniques involved. Um, And it allows you to do uh, a number of uh, things. It allows you to do terminations in low quantities. Having soldering iron on a bench and doing a handful of uh, solder joints can be quick way of of solving a particular problem. The downside is that soldering is a physical skill, just as we've talked about with screw terminations, and you need to trust that the operator has the experience. Soldering is a physical skill. It's easy to learn, but it's it's what's known as a perishable skill. If you're not doing it day in, day out, it's something that you can easily become rusty on. If you think about if you play golf, if you play ping pong, any kind of thing that you leave for a time and go back to, you've always got that that sort of unwinding of the kinks and, and the, the inexperience to try and get back to, to being able to do what you know that you can do. Soldering is is exactly the same. It is a physical skill that can perish. So you do rely very much on the skill of the person doing it. There is also the danger, because a soldering iron applies quite a lot of heat, albeit to a very small area, we're talking about heat in close proximity to plastic connectors. Now, even high temperature plastics can melt if you apply heat to them in the wrong way for too long. So there is that that safety issue as well. Um, And that brings us on to the final point is if we're talking about terminations in the field, you can get gas powered soldering irons that don't need uh, a powered connection to the wall. But again, we're talking about heat. And there are times where heat is uh, the enemy if you're doing installations in the field. We've talked in the past about uh, hazardous atmospheres, the idea that, that oil mist in the air can can create a potentially explosive atmosphere. But well, if you come along with a soldering iron with a high temperature tip, there is always that danger that it's gonna cause an explosion. So you have to be very careful about the environment in which you are applying this solder, um, and you need to have someone with the skill to be able to do it on a, a regular basis, to be able to get the properly regular jo- the, the, the properly reliable joints that you're gonna need.
0: So that's us covered off screw terminations, soldering. Let's now move on to crimping. So again, David, talk us through the advantages and disadvantages of this method.
1: Crimping is a method that it is entirely mechanical. The idea is that a stripped piece of wire is inserted into a contact which is then physically crushed onto the wire. Crimping is basically crushing the contact to the to the right level to, uh, to, to be able to create a mechanical joint. The ideal is that the wire is compressed to a certain size that provides the, the best combination of an electrical joint, a mechanical joint and that's done with a crimp tool Um, crimp tools are designed specifically for each type of contact they have settings that will allow them to be used with different kinds of cable but one of the wonderful things about crimp tools is that once you've set up the crimp tool for this particular type of joint it will work again and again it's a very repeatable process so once that crimp tool is set up and sitting on the bench it doesn't mean matter whether you're doing 10 crimps or a thousand crimps each one will be exactly the same as before because that the crimp tool is designed to do that repeatable process. Well, that's great if you've got a large volume of terminations to do. If you've got a production line sitting on a on a bench within a worktop, crimp tools are ideal because it will give you that repeatability. A soldering iron, as we said, brings heat into an environment that might not be suitable for it. A crimp tool doesn't need heat. So we, we are in a position where it might be a safer option. The other thing about a crimp tool, as we said, it once it's set up and it's done correctly, that will provide a repeatable crimp. That means you don't necessarily have to worry quite so much about the experience of the operator who's performing that crimp. As long as the operator follows the instructions and, and conducts the crimp as, as published, again, you'll get a repeatable joint. It will be the same every single time. So there are lots of advantages to crimps. The downside Is that crimp tools can be expensive they are quite finely engineered devices Um, there is always the temptation for some engineers to say i'll just use a pair of pliers i won't go and buy the expensive crimp tool well i've i've been lucky over the years to to know quite a few people who are involved in this world and i know somebody who's done a lot of studies on exactly that using the wrong tool will cause more problems than, than it will save in terms of the cost of the tool the danger for short circuits the danger for incorrectly Uh, conducted crimps uh, are actually enormous so to be able to do crimp joints you need the right crimp tool crimp tools can be expensive that means for small volumes it might not be an economic solution if you've got a situation where you're doing 10 crimps a year but you're doing them every year for the next 10-15 years buying that crimp tool would eventually pay for itself but for small production runs crimp tools can be expensive so i think it's Probably worth saying that that while we talk about screw crimp and solder as being as being different choices they they are related there's a balancing act always to be had between the expense of say a crimp tool to provide a, a repeatable joint and the the relatively low cost of a screw terminal but the potential dangers you 've got from somebody not necessarily doing it right. They all have their place. There's no one better solution than another. It's, it's certainly worth saying that we're not advising that somebody does always done one or always does another. They all have their place.
0: On the, the hierarchy of considerations, David, when an engineer is designing a network for data power or signal, where should the, the termination
1: type come? Well, it's vital to reliability. So it should be something that's considered very early in the process. It absolutely shouldn't be something that's left to the end of the decision-making cycle. We're trying to provide highly reliable connections that will stand the test of time in whatever environment they're they're planned to be in. So it should be certainly at the forefront of of the mind of the engineer when they're choosing which solution to go down. But again, we need to, to stress that the engineer needs to be aware of the environment in this case it's not necessarily the environment in which the connector is going to be used and left we're talking about the environment in which these terminations are going to be conducted so if the engineer can assure that every single termination is going to be done in the the wonderful brightly lit warm environment of the workshop then that allows them to, to focus maybe on one type over another if they know that that repairs are going to be conducted down a hole or up a ladder we need to be aware that that's going to be the case they need to provide the functionality that means that that the the installation engineer or the maintenance engineer isn't going to be stymied for a solution because he's up ladder with the wrong tool so the environment needs to be at the, the forefront of the the engineer's mind that will give them some ideas about which particular determination to to choose we we frequently talk about the sort of the, the makeup of
0: Belgian's products, the connectors, the circular Buccaneer range in particular. So the components that have been used to manufacture them, the IP rating, um, the sort of harsh environments that are ideal um to be used in. And I suppose it can be easy to get carried away with with all of that and, you know, the um the innovation that, that Belgian consider consistently pours into the world of connectors, into the world of switches. But um, an episode like today's is, is, is important because it really brings things back to the engineer, to the workshop and to the, the basic element, the basic thing that the connector is going to make possible and that is, you know, a termination um, and, and the need to carefully consider whether it's going to be a screw a crimp or a solder that will be used
1: yes when it it comes down to it uh, connectors are relatively simple devices a connector is a device that allows you to join two separate electric electrical circuits together in such a way that you can bring them together and take them apart easily and ultimately that's it so that termination that joining the electrical circuits means that that terminating the wires into the contacts is a vital part of that. And as you say, the rest is all important. We're talking about environmental protection. We're talking about resistance to vibration. We're talking about the materials that we use, but ultimately we got to, to keep focus on the, the, the key role of a connector is to join electric circuits together and you need to be able to terminate them. So yes, it's a fundamental consideration that we need always need to keep in the forefront of our minds. So, we always mention on the podcast, David,
0: the importance of the Belgian website, whether it's case studies, white papers, the CAD drawings, um, industry specific product lists. But what about finding out the type of connections to use? Um, for a particular
1: application does the Belgian website offer any guidance on that yes the the, the website and that the catalogue will provide a wealth of information that will give you uh, it starts off with information about the the range of wire sizes that individual contacts that individual connectors can use then there will be instructions uh, about how far to strip the, the bits of wire to make the, the best use of the contacts um, in terms of things like torque t- settings when you're we're doing things up. There'll be published torque settings that allow you to terminate the wires according to the instructions. There'll be information about the crimp tools and the, and the crimp tool settings. And and it's I'll, I'll stress it again, the importance of using the information that's been developed by, by Bulgin or any connector manufacturer is absolutely vital. Terminating the wire into a connector is an inherent part of the connector system. It's not something that's left to to chance. And so when there is information that's published about wire strip lengths, about torque settings, about recommended crimp tool settings. I urge all engineers to follow those instructions because not following them will potentially have uh, results that can can range from inconvenient to disastrous. It's important that you find that information, but there is tons of information on the Belgian website to help with all of this. Okay, David, so thanks for those
0: reminders. Thanks for unpacking, uh, screwing, soldering, and crimping on this episode of the podcast. Appreciate you being here. Thank you very much for having me again. And as David stated, the Belgian website is the best place to go to to learn all about the Belgian range of connectors and switches. We hope you found this episode of the podcast useful. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll speak to you again soon.